Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Welcome back. Mike Max sitting in for Paul and Zora on News Talk 830 WCCO. Joining us in the John Schuster Coldwell Banker Hotline, Pam Falk from our great correspondence at CBS. She's at the UN in the United Nations. And uh, yeah, I, I, Pam. Uh, Hi, Mike. How are you? Can you hear me okay? Yeah, yeah. Hi, Mike. Hi, Pam. I, I, you know, I hate to say this because I don't know if it feels that way to you because you cover it on a daily basis. But here we sit. Uh, you know, I, I think kind of typical America, and we're going, yeah, Ukraine. That's right. That that that's that, that's out there still. Uh, but yeah, it, I feel like we put it on the back burner. Does it feel that way where you are and with our government as you report on it? No, no. Yeah, Mike, you're on the money. I mean, it's uh, it just is going on so long when I think the world felt that the largest refugee crisis since in Europe since World War II, uh, the first invasion for occupation of a country since World War II. Uh, eyeball to eyeball, Russia and the United States, nuclear powers uh, would would get resolved, and we heard that from all the world leaders. I mean, from the UN, from US, from Europe, they all said, "Oh, Russia's not going to do that." And now we have these. I mean, so many people dead, and the attacks against civilians. Yesterday, we had this awful meeting at the UN about sexual violence in the war, and it's just—I mean, it's just awful, horrific, and um, children being abused, sold into slavery. I mean, it's just wild. I mean, it's—it's unthinkable, and. Now, Russia and Turkey are trying to back a plan. The U.N. is trying to get a plan just, just, not to solve the war yet, but to get the grain out because 22 million tons of grain, of wheat, are sitting in the boats in Ukrainian ports ready to go, and there's a Russian blockade. Now, that all means, what does it mean to us? It means the combination of all of the issues and the sanctions on oil and everything else in Ukraine means your gas and my gas and i mean it and food prices are just through i mean it's through the roof and uh, i mean it here it in new york it's 6 dollars a gallon i mean oh you're at 6 a gallon huh yeah wow i thought I we were up we're for something to yeah fill the tank yesterday i mean thank god i don't rely on it for my work yes. i mean it's you know what about uh car taxi drivers and semi drivers and yeah. yes yeah exactly i mean you know it's it's just mind-boggling and it's all coming because of this war and yet it's it seems to only be more and more stalemated and we keep hearing about the horrors but even at the u.n there's this sense that Get something done. I mean, get something. What is what was the UN for? And then also to the Biden administration, get something done. Get get the food out. And it's not just impacting, by the way, 
Um, the the U.S. and and I mean it's not it's certainly not only impacting them and us, but the poorest countries around the world, Mike, are ninety five. Today there was a press conference with the Secretary General of the UN yep. and this woman Rebecca Grinspan, who is the appointed Ukraine. Um, she she's sort of the point person because she runs the trade organization of the UN, and she said uh, she has they had a new report on the impact of the war. Ninety five million people around the world could end up in extreme poverty because of the war because they buy two thirds of the world's uh, wheat, corn, sunflower yep. oil come from Ukraine and Russia. So. Um, they don't get these these ports open. A lot of famine is going to be seen around the world. Um, I mean, we start always with the economic sanctions, that, that whatever it is that we can do. And I mean, uh, uh, now the U- U.S. Yeah. Treasury banned Americans from buying Russian stocks. I, I, I don't know, though. I, I mean, are these just the, are is these kind of typical in the protocol that you notice that first you try this because the last thing you right. want to do is start sending troops? Is, is that where we're still at? Yes, absolutely. I mean, what uh, what uh, the Russians worried about in this, I mean, the theoretical reason for going into Ukraine this time, I mean, they had gone in in 2014 and taken parts of Ukraine, but now they went back in and really just started bombing, targeting civilian targets was because they didn't like the fact that Ukraine was heading Western. I mean, you know, it's on their border, and their Ukraine wanted to become a member of the European Union, still does want to, um, wanted to become a member of NATO. And the North Atlantic Treaty Organization, which is really the military alliance of the West that was formed after World War II and somewhat later, what is these are these countries that say, if one is attacked, we're all attacked. And um, they weren't about to let Ukraine in because of the sensitivity. Sure. Now, Finland and Sweden are, are applying and will get in eventually. I mean, there, there's some complications about that one, but they're getting in. And all of these, this U.S. offensive military equipment is being sent to Ukraine. So, they're getting the opposite of what they theoretically wanted. But look, I mean, you know, who knows what Putin wants? The reality is that some people feel that he just wanted to reassemble the old USSR, but he certainly has a thing about Ukraine and they're leveling the country. I mean, it's just, it's just, so sad. Do, do you think, as you, uh, your speculation on this, you're much closer to the heartbeat than I am, that, that Putin knew all along that this was going to be a long war? And he, 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 the pomp and circumstance, and the, obviously, and he goes, great, we're here for the long haul. Do you, do you think he was that strategic about it? Because early on, they'd say, oh, no, Putin didn't no, know no, that what no. he was up against. Or do, or do you think <laughs> he's just playing it day by day? I think he's playing it day by day, um, uh, Mike. I think the reality is... He went in in 2014, took Crimea, which is the little island, and took the peninsula, and then took eastern Ukraine, what's called the Donbass, which is on on the border with Russia, and um, just left. I mean, there now there have been 14,000 people killed between the 2014 
invasion and today there on the east before this war um and there was continuing fighting but generally speaking i mean russian forces sort of got out and um they thought this was a cakewalk i mean no question 40 miles of tanks if you remember when that happened just before february 24th when people were still saying oh they're just going to threaten um that those they thought they could overwhelm the the ukrainian army which they are much much bigger um but a few things happened number one is ukraine saw what happened to people in the areas that the russians took so when it was somewhere around 20 25% support in ukraine in the in 2014 to really sort of fight the russians when they came in it's 90 to 100% today because the russians have been so brutal so their resolve was so strong that it, uh, for the, we interviewed a whole group of people, pharmacists, your doctor, your trucker, your 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 repairman. Everyone went to fight in the with the army in Ukraine. So they just held off the Russians and pushed them out of Kiev and the ca- the capital and other cities uh, where they tried to take. But it's a it's very tough. I mean, the Russians have is is one of the largest militaries in the world, and uh, but Ukraine's holding them off. And of course, there are these sanctions, these restrictions that the U.S. and the EU put on Russia. Uh, but and that's starting to hit. And Russia's talking now about at least allowing the grain exports. But why trust? I mean, the Ukrainian view is why trust the Russians on demining the port of of the Black Sea of Odessa, for example, because they're worried that they'll just use it to attack them. Pam Falk is our guest uh, on the John Schuster Caldwell Banker Hotline as we talk about the Ukraine situation. If you're the Ukrainian president, are, are you, I'm worried that the rest of the world is running out of steam for me right now. I'm worried that there's going to be another crisis yes. that's going to replace me, supplant me. Maybe it has in some places. Domestically, we've had enough things happen here, to be sure. Um, how does he right. keep energy? How does he keep? What, what, what is his calling right now? How, how is he able to fortify and keep his nation believing? Well, he, I mean, he's an amazing communicator. I mean, yeah. he goes through the sites. And I think rather, I mean, two things happen. One is he was offered asylum in several countries when this um, February 24th attack took place. And he said, no, 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 I'm not leaving my country. Yep, send me some more ammo. Yeah, I mean, which is what happened in Afghanistan. I mean, he said, no, I'm staying, and stayed in the bunker and then went back to the presidential office and now goes out and sees the troops. And I think by doing that, he he's the cameras follow him and he shows what's what's being hit and a lot of it are civilian targets and kids and seven million that's i mean it's heading for a third of all ukrainians have left the country and then if you add people who don't have a roof over their head it's up to 14 million people um because they bombed so many residential yep. houses so it's it's very tough i mean the Ooh. whole the hope is they can at least get the grains out yep. and try to do something to get a resolution and it certainly sounds like russia's understanding how impossible this is because what they're demanding is a relief from all these sanctions 
So let's hope something happens um, to relieve the Ukrainian people. Pam, appreciate it very much and explain to us in layman terms. Thank you so much. I look forward to talking to you again as this thing uh, moves down the road. But thank you so much. Absolutely. A pleasure, Mike. Be well. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.